Hello, everyone, and welcome. My name is Jennifer Urizio. I am the founder of Soul Language and the Business of Soul, and this is Ask and Answer by Soul. This podcast is dedicated to providing you with tangible tools to embody your divinity, create a life based on freedom. Each podcast is focused on a topic that will guide you to listening and utilizing your essential nature. During each show, I ask an expert three key questions so you can understand that you're not alone on this journey and that your soul is the key to forming a life full of abundance, purpose, and passion. The goal of each interview is for you to take away a practice that you can do right now to change your life and understand what assistance is out there in the universe to support you. And today I'm with Tam Veyu, and we're talking about astrology, astrologic energies for 2022. Hi, Tam. How are you? Jennifer, thank you for having me. I'm doing well. Thank you so much. I'm glad to hear it. So tell us what's going on with the whole planet thing in 2022. (laughs) The whole planet thing. There's lots in the soup this year. Um, I think I would love everybody to understand why things, particularly in the United States of America, might feel a little crazy. We are in a really unusual time period, Jennifer. We're we're in what is called a Pluto return. Pluto takes 248 years to make its cycle, and it has now returned to its place where it was when the United States was born. And so who is Pluto? Why should we care? Pluto is the planet of death and birth. So it comes in and it tries to take out what isn't working so that something new can be born. So we're experiencing the breakdown of all things Capricorn, which is sort of big business and institutions and sort of the whole idea of going it alone. We are in the midst of a once in a lifetime, a once in several lifetimes event. And that's the really the very biggest news of 2022. The what is happening in the world is not personal to you. It's everybody feeling this Pluto return that we are in. And so what do we do about it? (laughs) What do we do about it? That's a great question. Patience is, is key. Patience is going to be key as we get through this year. We're going to need to put on our, um, our best observation skills. We are going to have what is called a Pluto retrograde coming up later this year. By September, we'll be fully into a Pluto retrograde, which is when we are actually going to block time on our calendars to ask questions such as, okay, what's changing around me in the bigger institutional landscape and how Can I affect that? How are the changes for me? How can I affect that positively? What is my contribution to building a better business landscape or not just business? We're talking about all things big. We're talking nonprofit organizations, healthcare systems, educational systems like that. It's also about our personal self authority. How have you been? with your own sense of discipline or your own um, autonomy. These are the kinds of questions that we ask in a Pluto retrograde. So have some patience and then be willing to do the work to really look at what Pluto is doing in your life. 
So what does that really mean on a tangible level? Because like now I'm a little confused. So what are like some action steps or what are the really the questions that people can start asking themselves around this kind of issue? Okay. So the first tangible step is when I said blocking time, literally putting time blocks in your calendar where you're going to ask the specific questions. What do I notice that is breaking down around me? And those are, we can see it right now geopolitically, how government is shifting, how um, you can see that healthcare is different. We notice these things and then we ask questions. What am I noticing? What can I do to implement a change and to evolve these things into the next level that would make them better? Those are the um, tangibles that I would ask us to do. And bringing it closer to home. So with astrology, there's the mundane world, which is kind of everybody's feeling it. But personally, Pluto is also changing part of you. So you would ask yourself, what is what is breaking down inside of my own life that isn't really working? And, and concerning that same topic, what can I do? How can I build back better? Does that make sense? Did I clear it up a little? Yeah, totally. So um, I'm a Scorpio, so I believe that's Pluto as well. Yes. Right. So how does that impact uh, people who do have that Pluto energy already within them? Oh, yeah. People who have the Pluto energy will just probably feel it more succinctly. Um, they'll just, you'll just probably feel it more innately. You're probably more able to clearly see what is coming around, down, um, down around your ankles, what is falling apart. I would just say that you're probably more intuitively picking up what the changes are and how you might impact them. Um, Pluto is, Pluto does come with it a lot of intuition so just tap in tap in and ask how how can I implement changes that will up level my life in that area right with ease and with grace and not so much of a right clawing and and right because warrior Pluto has a lot of warrior energy as well right and so we don't want to like be clawing and grasping at us what else is going on in 2022? Is there anything else that we should be aware of? Yeah, there really is. Um, and it's interesting that Jupiter is moving into Aries where it is going to stay um, for the next 12 months. Jupiter is a lot of grand things. And I'll start by describing Jupiter. Jupiter expands and magnifies. It rules the legal world. It rules how we learn. Um, It's really a benevolent planet that brings hope and optimism with it. It's about abundance. And Jupiter is coming into the sign of Aries. Now, Aries is the, the newbie of the zodiac sign. They're the first out of the gate with um zodiacs so they're like the the infant or more likely the toddler so there's a lot of impetuous energy there there's a lot of um dynamic energy there it's very um pioneering if you will and so aries energy is very very bold and it's a fire energy so jupiter is coming in and expanding this 
bold, big energy. So people are going to feel an uptick in their boldness, in their courage. Um, also with it can come some aggression. So aggression, the other side of that is passion. But some people don't know when to cut it off, right? So uh, there will be an uptick in passion. But if they go too far, it can get aggressive. Um, Aries is ruled by Mars, which is the um, planet of war, the god of war. So we have to be really careful. I think Jupiter being in Aries is exciting because with it comes some nice, bold leadership. But for those who don't really enjoy the fiery leadership, that's going to be rough. On the other hand, for people who have been holding back and have been sort of more meek, um, this may embolden them, empower them to do what they hadn't yet done before. This Jupiter in Aries transit can encourage people to uh, step into their strength and do what needed to be done or say what needs to be said. Uh, to get them to the next level. So I think that's an important transit. Yeah. So based on the planetary kind of, you know, outlook, what uh, should we be aware of that we kind of let slide usually? Oh, well, so I'm going to move away from Jupiter and Aries and I'm going to talk about Neptune and Pisces, which is the other, um, third really big transit that's going on. And I think it's something that people tend to let slide since you asked that question. And this, this is really for your audience. Neptune in Pisces is all about spirituality and really strengthening our spiritual practice and making it important. Um, Neptune does rule Pisces in the contemporary world and it's asking us to go deeper and to use our intuition and our imagination and creativity. And for many of us, we just get so absorbed in day-to-day life and just trying to put one foot in front of the other. We forget that if we include our spiritual practices throughout our day, we really can ease the burden. We don't have to do all the heavy lifting ourselves if we want to really tap into our inner guidance, if you will. So Neptune in Pisces is the, um, I think, is actually the transit that gets overlooked. You, We really are asking, tap in, tap in, tune in, let your imagination and your visions show you what next for you. Use your spiritual practices. Love it. So what have you gotten most out of understanding your planetary outlook? Oh boy, that is such a big question. I have gained so much by really digging into astrology. So at the Colosseums in Rome, it's it's chiseled into the oh placard, if you want to call it that, know thyself. And I think there is nothing more important in this planet than actually knowing who you are. And I believe that our astrology, our natal blueprint, our astrology chart is sort of God's way of saying like, here, here's how you're wired, work with it. So when you know your astrology chart, you actually know what you're going to bump into. You actually know what your hurdles will be. You know where your opportunities are going to be. It makes your life so much easier when you go, oh, wait, 
I'm going to break that pattern by using a different strategy because I now know that's in my chart. I've seen people who um, client coaching clients, they'll come in and they'll, they'll be like, I can't figure out money. Like money comes in and money goes out, money comes in, money goes out. And so I look at their astrology chart and I'm like, yeah, that's exactly in your chart. It's going to be like that your whole life. So knowing that you have to be mindful of your spending and develop a savings habit because otherwise you're going to end up broke all the time there. And there's all kinds of examples like that. It can be in relationship. It can be in family. Knowing your weaknesses through your astrology chart is a real blessing. And I've done that for myself a number of times in a number of different ways. Beautiful. So how do people get in touch with you if they want more of you? More of me. I am at my website, choosebigchange.com. Beautiful. And if there's one thing when people want, uh, you want people to remember from our conversation today, what is that one thing? I want people to know, don't be afraid of astrology. Run toward it. Just baby steps. Learn a little more about astrology. Love that. Well, thank you so much for sharing the outlook. I learned something and I hope my listeners did too. I'm sure they did. And this is Jennifer Rizzo from Ask and Answered by Soul. Uh, and please don't forget to review, reach out to all these amazing guests because you're, you're just, if you're just listening, you're wasting all of the valuable resources they have for you. And if you're interested in understanding the answers of your soul, you could go on to soullanguage.us forward slash sacred practice and get a tool that will help you. This is Ask and Answered by Soul. This is a podcast dedicated to helping you understand that your soul is the answer. Thank you so much for listening and bye for now, everyone. Bye, Tam. Bye. Hey there, I'm DC. I host the Rock Podcast, Back to the Arena, the Interviews. It's about a 30-minute podcast where I talk one-on-one with a band who has released new music. You can find us on all the best podcast sites like Spotify, Apple, Google, iHeartRadio, and more. If you're a rock band like me, subscribe today to Back to the Arena, the Interviews. Electric Acid.